During the COVID-19 global pandemic in 2020, I noticed a lot of my friends, family and clients weren't coping so well. So I sat down and recorded some ideas that I thought would help ease the pain of disruption. My name is AJ Kalatunga and this is Business as Unusual. Hey entrepreneurs, it's AJ and welcome back to Business as Unusual, practical motivation during times of uncertainty. Today's topic is thinking about your business. And I've got a special treat for you guys. I'm catching up with my best friend. Uh, she owns a cafe here in Geelong. And she, like every other business out there, has been affected by COVID. We've all been affected by this crisis. And you know what? It, it really depends on how you think about your challenges. And I know there's so many businesses out there that are really fearful about how things are gonna turn out. And in one of my previous videos, we heard about the three types of businesses, the drifters, the shifters, and the innovators. So Lisa's very generously agreed to come on, on the show and, and talk to you about her thinking process behind the minute that she was told she had to close her doors through this crisis. So, uh, Lise? Hello? Hello. Good Thank, to be here. Thanks, thanks for so having me. Thanks so much for having, like, coming on. Oh, so, you're welcome. So, Lise, tell us, tell us what happened uh, during during uh, the from the, from the moment that you were told that you had to shut the doors of the cafe. Um, well, first of all, I burst into tears, as you do. Right. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it had, it had been really a really uncertain time. Mm. Um, I actually didn't quite realise that we would be closing. Um, yeah. I don't know if other food businesses thought that all kind of new, but um, I kind of thought we'd continue in a more socially distanced kind of way. Yeah. Um, and then I had one of my customers come in and say, oh, you know, the uh, prime minister's about to come on and, uh, wow. you know, all cafes and restaurants and all of that kind of stuff are going to be shut down. And I just burst into tears. It just completely wow. caught me by surprise. And um, by that was the Sunday afternoon and by lunchtime on uh Monday we were closed. Wow, and yeah. and so you've been in business for twenty years? No, <laughs> feels. <laughs> I don't like look it. that old. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you guys been in business? For? Um, so we've been in business for seven years in October. Seven years. Yeah. Wow. And, yep. and and we thought we'd been through it all, but apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> so so all right. So you're forced to close, and and it would have been so hard. Like I know how passionate you are about the business, right? Mm -hmm. And so you close the doors, and then then what happened? Um, it's all a bit of a blur and I'm sure that is the case for absolutely mm. everyone. Mm. Um, I remember on the Sunday afternoon sitting out the front, um, of the cafe and just my instincts were just, you know, cause obviously our, our business model had started to change because of increased social distancing. So yeah. we had to already yeah. remove tables We'd already, yeah. um, you know, quickly put up an online store thinking yeah. that that's what we needed to do. Yeah. Um, and then I sat down and I just kind of had some deep breaths. Yeah. And I thought, I, I really need to crunch some numbers here. What makes you think that, right? What, what, because you're so scared, you, you like, okay, then, then you go online because that would be the shifters, you know, shift your entire business online, right? Yeah. So, so you've, you've made that choice. Okay, I'm just going to do everything online. What made you crunch those numbers? Um, well, you know, and I think <laughs> this situation has probably made a lot of business speak, business people speak very honestly about their mm. experiences. Mm. And as a cafe, we just, 
we don't have a bucket load of money behind us. Mm. Um, and by the time I'd crunched the numbers on our offering and all of that kind of stuff, my worst nightmare was expecting my staff to stay on and work mm. and not be able to pay them at the end. Yeah. Because of that great uncertainty, um, we just didn't know that we could hit the numbers that we needed to hit. Um, you know, even in normal business, our online, you know, at, from just from the one week of having an online store, we certainly weren't hitting those numbers yeah. in that first week. Yeah. And so um, my, I'm a kind of go, 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 do whatever you can person a lot oh, of the time. Okay, yeah. And I thought, you know what, this is a really serious situation. Um, we can't continue to deliver um, what we deliver in the way that we do it so well. So our cafe is in the middle of a road, like a highway. Um, it's part of a garden centre. And so it's a destination. It's not... It's a destination cafe. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's not... Um, yeah. Euphoric Food Cafe is not the place that people just pass by. It's a place that people make a conscious decision generally to come to. And so I realised then that you know, staying open just wasn't going to work for us. It mm. wasn't a risk that mm. we could take and that we needed to take some time to think. Yeah, and, and that's so important, that distinction that even though everything's happening, a whole bunch of opinions are going on, you have to step away and think, Yeah, you know, that, that hit pause. Uh, so one of the things that you did, uh, you were telling me, is that you, you continue to engage with your customers. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so um, I think people underestimate in hospitality. I mean, you know, this I'm talking about a hospitality perspective, mm -hmm. but I think this applies to so many different other does, businesses does. where that customer service aspect of what you do is so much your point of difference. Mm. Um, the way that you manage your customer experience and all of that kind of stuff is what can really make you stand out. And so for us... Um, I, I wanted to stay in touch uh, with our customers, um, not just for them, but for me as well. Mm, mm. Um, and that's helped me greatly. But I, I thought, you know what, well, I can, you know, people have, are at home, um, they're cooking, they, because of all the shortages, they probably don't have all the ingredients that they need. And one thing I hope to do um, for them was to not only um, create a social experience, um, obviously not physically, um, but to get, get online. Um, I did some live videos. I, I was uh, cooking live, mm -hmm. um, you know, demonstrating what, you know, you can use instead of certain ingredients and just trying to help people cook with confidence at a time when mm. some people are cooking for the first time. Yeah, it's it's insane what, what people are doing. So so you kept those videos going and then mm. all of a sudden JobKeeper happens, right? Yeah, JobKeeper. So what, yeah. what about that? Yeah, so, I mean, I think, um, I don't know what everyone else's experiences with JobKeeper have been. I have been in quite close contact with um, my, you know, hospitality colleagues. Um, we've got sort of a, a really nice community um, of people that, you know, own cafes and restaurants and stuff where I am. And, um, you know, even then, I, I think we all thought it was just this beacon of light, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I... You know, I'm I'm never a. I will work really hard towards something, but I'm never fully confident about it until 
the money's in the bank kind of thing. Of course, yeah. And um, one of the things, you know, I put a rant up on Facebook about, you know, do people realise that this is a reimbursement? We've got to find this money from somewhere to pay yeah. our staff when we haven't been trading. And, you know, we got down to our last couple of hundred bucks, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, it's really scary. And I had to suddenly work out and, you know, everyone else who wanted to do JobKeeper as well needs to work out where they're going to find this money to pay their staff a month's wages, like $3,000 per staff member mm. um, from nothing, you yeah, know? Yeah, and, um, and And the regulations around JobKeeper, was that really straightforward? You just went to a website, go, yep, and then apply? Yeah, no, <laughs> of course not. And, and you know what? We have to keep in mind that it's not just us that are in uncharted territory. Mm. Everybody is. You're... Mm. You know, the government is, the politicians are, service yeah. providers, everything, bookkeepers, yeah. accountants, the whole everything. thing. The ecosystem, you know, yeah. The, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, um, you know, but that obviously, you know, causes a lot of stress. Mm. Um, and, you know, you start to wonder in your own little bubble whether you're the only one experiencing this stress or, mm. you know, the lack of knowledge is the thing that really sort of was doing my head in. So I found myself on every website, contacting every person, trying to get answers to my questions that I was like, you know, do you need to get approved for JobKeeper? Do you get like a magical letter that says you're going to get mm. it? Well, you mm. you actually don't. Mm. Um, you you enroll and, 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 you know, you go through that process and you've got to make sure you pay your staff. Um, but, you know, it, I think, you know, that they're, 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 you know, creating the plane as they're flying it. And yeah. so, you know, that, info, that, 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 you know, nobody's done anything like this before. So we have to be understanding of that. Um, but, you know, wondering where in our case we're going to get $9,000, $12,000 mm, from. Mm. Um, and a lot of workplaces need to find a lot more money than that. Mm. But we're just a tiny little cafe. And um, it was really stressful. It was yeah. really hard. And I... Yeah, my heart was pounding every morning, sweating the whole bit, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, um, yeah, trying, yeah. you know, and you want to be able to um, make this happen for your staff and yeah. to keep them connected and, and a part of the euphoric family. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there were, you know, we wish we had hindsight with all of this because at the end of the day, it's all, you know, hopefully like, you know, we put the thing in and we get, you know, the reimbursement, but, you know, the, the banks come through with an overdraft and, you know, we've been approved for the Victorian ten thousand dollar grant. You right. know, there's no money still. Yeah. Um, but you know, those things are moving yeah. in the right direction. But yeah, you know, you, we don't know. We we don't know how it works. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Just and and that that's a really important point that you mentioned that that everyone's in the same situation, so you don't really know. You know, everyone's trying to figure this out. As, as you said, the plane's flying and we're figuring out, you know, how, how to make it fly, how to keep it flying, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so JobKeeper's come in and you you took their money, you paid your staff and everything's happy days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's exactly how it works, yeah. What did you do to, because uh, something, and this this is the difference between a drifter, a shifter and an innovator. Not, not sorry, a shifter and an innovator. It's that you didn't just go online. You had to rethink the way you did business, right? Well, I mean, if if we had just just gone online mm. we wouldn't be here right now having mm. this conversation because i mm. know now it wouldn't have worked for us mm. we would have ended up digging ourselves into such a hole that you know job keeper 
grants, whatever, wouldn't have got us out of it. Yeah, wow. um, we've wow. also been extremely blessed to have wonderful suppliers, wonderful landlord, mm. all of that kind of stuff that we've had to have those conversations. It's very hard to say to people, look, we just don't have any money right now. Yeah. We're trying to get some money and, you know, make good on everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this is where, where we're at and so is everybody. Mm. Um, so we've been, you know, it's been it's created a really great community of people coming together, which is so fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, if we had made, if I had made that decision that Sunday to just go online and keep going, mm. um, we wouldn't be here right now. So, mm. you know, um, uh, when we knew, so, and, and this is the thing I needed to, I guess it's about security and it's about certainty and they're kind of two things we don't have at the moment. That's a really good point. Yeah. Um, and so it's very hard to, it's very hard to make, the decision to stop your business when you don't have that certainty as well yeah, sometimes true. the easy option is to just keep going and just to see how it's going to go and i think that's been hard for a lot of people but you know once i was able to reach some certainty i thought to myself well okay how how do we move forward from here and we also have to be extremely cautious yeah. because we still don't have unlimited means yeah. we actually have to do our relaunch if you, you like in within our means and i think we're all mm. learning to live and work within our means because we have to just make judgment calls on what's before us right here and there because yeah. we never know when the next pre press conference is going to happen it's true. It's and true. the next things that's going to change you feel as though those press conferences are even though they deliver information it's it's almost like um you know a bomb's gone off you know, and then you have to look at, okay, what's the new information coming in? How does this fit into the existing picture and, and, and move accordingly? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the press conferences have been really good and reassuring, but then they come up, mm. you know, in three days time and say, oh, actually, you know, like, I, I don't know if anyone was really in the business world was that excited about our early mark as far as mm. the prime minister was concerned about, you know, mm. loosening restrict restrictions because, we're like, oh, but we were just getting used to mm. what was happening and operating in that environment. And what what environment are we going to be operating in next week? Because not only do they tell you there's going to be a change, but they give you no real indication of what that change is going to be. Yeah, yeah. And so that's very difficult. And they can't too. They you can't. Know, they yeah, can't. They so, can't. They don't so know. you, you got to have this, uh, and I hope you're hearing this from what Lisa's saying, is that you got to have this mindset where no matter what happens, you move. You have to be adaptable. Agile, I believe is what they call yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it's also about, it's okay to be conservative. Mm. It's okay mm. to not just throw everything out there yep. and hope for the best. Yep. You know, I think, you know, how do you need an elephant? You eat it one bite at a time. So you just mm. step through things mm. hour by hour, day by day. And sometimes you've just got to stick to your guns. Yeah. So for us, we have um, been very clear. So we've got a new online store that we've partnered with another um, great, you know, a group of guys that have um, yeah. built this amazing online yeah. presence, which is just it's, fantastic. It's cool. And I'll go into that a little bit further. Yeah. Um, so can you talk to us about how did, what did, what decisions did you make to rethink how your staff operate? Sorry, yeah. So yeah. I guess, you know, you've got staff, they're getting paid, that's fantastic. Mm. So for me, it was about how, it's not even about raising revenue, it mm -hmm. was about, 
you know, being ready for whatever happens next. Mm. And so, you know, inevitably the cafe's been sitting there for six or seven weeks. Yep. Yeah. Um, I've popped in and done a few bits and pieces, but on the whole, it's just been sitting there. Yeah. And so we clean, you know, yeah. and, um, <laughs> you know, you clean, you sort, you organize and you, that the, the, you know, getting it all back in, into working order again, not only, you know, I think gives our team, um, you know, a real sense of purpose and excitement. I mean, they've been sitting at home waiting for JobKeeper, mm. waiting for what's going to happen next. Yeah. So, you know, we're, we're very conscious about how people go back to work, um, social distancing, all of that kind of stuff. I don't believe that just because you're at work, you don't have to socially distance. That's not how we operate. Mm -hmm. um, we've got two immune suppressed people. So we mm -hmm. have to be very conscious of how we do that. Um, you know, even in terms of picking up, it's contactless pickup contactless delivery like we will not be putting anybody at risk um so you're and, rethinking the way your operations work down to yeah and and, and, yeah. and you know asking my like asking our staff to come to us with come back to us with what coming back to work looks like for them that's huge employee you know? engagement letting the employees drive what that looks like and yeah. not and making sure they're not afraid to say yeah. if they don't feel comfortable coming back you know maybe they can do some menu planning and mm. you know research from home or mm. you know they um you know one of our staff members is going to work alone um so she'll go in and bake eventually and, and cook and all of that sort of stuff but she will be there by herself and that's what she feels comfortable doing um at this point in time and i completely and wholeheartedly respect that mm. i've got two other staff that are you know happy to go in together and they will socially distance while they're there but we are able to do that in our space mm. but one of the decisions that i have made is that you know people will not set foot into the cafe you know, we've pushed our display case up against our front doors yep. and yep. we will be doing business that way without people walking into our space um, and, and, and doing it that way so yeah. that we can wow. we can go back to work and feel safe because we aren't on the front line. Yeah. You know, we're not doctors and nurses and teachers yeah. um, and they're doing like the most amazing job yeah, putting wow. themselves on the line every single day yeah. to make our world go round. Yeah. And as important as cafes and food and coffee are, um, we are in a privileged position mm. that we don't have to put ourselves at risk like that. That's so true. And yeah. so um, we should respect and um, respect that privilege and and not put ourselves at risk mm. and make sure that we're, you know, protecting our healthcare yeah. system and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, wow, yeah. wow. But, you know, it was really about looking at the staff looking talking to them about what they feel comfortable doing you know one of our staff members will be doing delivery she's more than happy to do that mm. um one of our other staff isn't so comfortable with that and so mm. that needs to be a big part of the conversation and you mm. know it's you know we think oh we're so used to just being together and having conversations but we're on zoom and we're on messenger mm. and we're talking to each other and discussing things and getting used to that way of communication as well, which is very mm. different to what we're used to in a hospitality setting. Mm. That adaptability is really mm. strong. Um, so, all right, the exciting thing is, I hear you've got an online store now. Yeah, we just launched it last night. How, talk to us about how that came about, because uh, so so already JobKeeper's come in, you're thinking about, all right, what, what does opening, reopening look like? <clears throat> then what happened? Um, look, I don't want anyone to think that putting an online store for a cafe is an innovative thing. It's not. 
It's it's not. Everyone's it's not. doing it. It's, Everyone's you're right. Doing it. It's not right. Yeah. But the technology <laughs> you're using, and and I've been around software systems for a very long time, and this thing out there is truly it could go toe to toe with with the the best user experience design software. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, a, a cafe colleague of mine and his um, brother-in-law have been working pre-COVID-19, mm. I should say, um, on a um, an online ordering system to trump every other one out there. Yeah. Um, and the beauty of this system is that it's just so bloody easy to use. Cannot believe the simplicity in it. So right? good. But simplicity is not, like, doesn't mean it's not beautiful and it's not amazing it, it and it has a lot of capability mm -hmm. but it is so simple and working with these guys that are so open to feedback you know able to um you know build things take you know because they're new they're, they're taking feedback they're you know um evolving as things go on and you know that we've even adapted it to you know um another family business of ours that's a fruit and veg shop um, so it's not just for cafes. They've done some um, bottle loads and bits and pieces like that as well. So, um, yeah, so, you know, that really gave me the confidence to go, you know what, we're going to go online. We're going to go online with these guys um, and we're going to make it happen. And, look, you know, we pulled it together. They pulled it together extremely quickly for us, so much so that we've been able to... A lot of late nights, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But even, you know, it's just an amazing system. It is so simple to kind of get it started, which is great. Um, and that's a testament to their amazing hard work behind the scenes. Um, but yeah, it's 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 already up and working. We're getting orders coming in already. Yeah, wow. And you know, it, look, it isn't in a, it isn't innovative to go online. But I think what has been a bit different is having. I don't want to sound this. This will come out, however it comes out. But just having the courage to stop in what is a very stressful time. And really just, it sounds a bit airy-fairy, but like center yourself, clear your mind, take some deep breaths and think, okay, this is the knowledge that I have. I don't know what's going to happen, but let's work it through. And, you know, one of the best things I think to do in a crisis like this is to reach out to people who you can trust and other people in your industry and just have a really open and honest conversation because I think that's been one of the most beautiful things. Mm. And also, even though you're having those conversations and this cafe's doing this and that cafe's doing that and this restaurant's doing something else, to not be overwhelmed by all of that yeah. and the sense of pressure to do something that, you know, might not really work for you. You have to understand that every business, no matter what industry you're in, is completely unique, you know. And for us, you know, we can't run like we're not going to go and turn our coffee machine on and turn our sandwich press on and go and create a whole bunch of food and put it in the display case and hope that people come because we're not like in a you know shopping strip or we're not located used to next to a major supermarket we don't have that foot traffic we've got we're surrounded by closed businesses mm, mm. so for us you know people can come and pick up what they've ordered online you know we're doing take home meals we're doing you know slices of cake all of that sort of stuff but it's not like a you know 
um, order and come and pick up in 15 minutes or get it delivered in 15 minutes. We're actually giving ourselves the time and space to go, okay, you order on these days and then it's available for pickup or delivery on these days. Yeah. So doing it on your terms. We're doing it on our terms, yeah. but no, not in an egotistical way, just because we don't have any money to pay for mm. the electricity bill if nobody comes and orders any coffee mm. and we've ordered milk and beans and, mm. you know, we've had that coffee machine heating all the time. Mm. You know, it's actually thinking about those little things. You know, if we go back to full service and hope that people come, we've got every refrigerator on, we've got the oven on, we've got everything. Whereas the way we're doing it is we're getting people to order on certain days and then by a certain time we go, okay, this is what we've got and we make it. Mm, so yeah. we're not putting on fridges that we don't need. We're not ordering ingredients that we don't need. We're being conservative. Mm. And, and, and one yeah. of the, yeah, so just on that point, like I know that a lot of people think entrepreneurship, you know, entrepreneurs are risk takers. Mm. Well, no, real entrepreneurs, real entrepreneurs, right? They, they don't take risks. We analyze all the risks and we mitigate them, right? Yeah, and absolutely. mitigate the risks. Yeah, you yeah. have to. And you have to do... Ultimately, as a business owner, what you feel comfortable with, are we mm. always pushing ourselves a little harder? Mm. That's healthy. Mm. Um, and it's not that we take zero risks. Everything is a risk. But you have to just have, I think what entrepreneurs do is they, you know, they think, you know, mm -hmm. they take, you know, they, they tap into those people that they understand, that they, that, that, that they know think in a similar way to mm. them and because it's really important that you don't take on every little bit of feedback <laughs> like that, that is you know <laughs> that was probably the first three years of yeah. the cafe everyone's yeah. like oh you should do this and you should do that and you should do something else and i was like oh my god i can't yeah. you know it's it, then i in the end i was like no you should do that right <laughs> you know because they're not the ones that have to pay the bills at the end of the yeah. day and work out how that's all going to happen. And, yeah. you know, it's all good to offer, you know, delivery to every person free of charge and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, if you spend like eight hours delivering five boxes to people, that is not going to work. It is mm. not the best use of your time. Mm. So it is about, you know, don't in a, in an uncertain time, don't be afraid to sort of dip your toe in and test the waters, Experiment. you know, experiment, mm. you know, see what works, you know, it, I've got, I went to the packaging place this morning to get some boxes for our mother's day thing. And I said, oh, I'll have, I'll have 10 boxes. And I thought to myself, well, I've already sold six. Mm. So maybe I'll just get 20. Yeah. You know, I didn't order a whole box. I didn't order 50. Mm -hmm. And I know that I can go back there later on in the week and go, actually, I'll have the full box because I, you know, we've made relationships mm. with our supplier. You know, she even said to me, she goes, you, you've supported us even before all of this. So we'll give you the box price, even though you haven't bought a box because we know that you're always looking after us, wow. Wow. you know? And so wow. that's the beauty of, of also having that network of people and suppliers and things that you trust and that do business the way that you do business too. Mm, so important. All right. So uh, what would you, there's a lot of businesses out there that are really struggling and, and they're fearful, you know, and they've been watching some of my videos and they're learning a few things, but you're actually a person who's gone through it and, and you've just showcased so beautifully the real raw process of what it's like. You know, it's not sexy. It's not highlights. You know, there's a lot of tears behind the scenes, a lot of late nights, lack of sleep, stress, everything. Mm. What would be, if you could give all these people out there some, one piece of advice, you know, you, that really sums up your experience out of all of this, what would that be? 
I don't want to by any means come across like I have got this formula right, that I've got it all worked out. We literally launched our online store last night. We've got mm. some orders. We're thrilled with that. Mm. Um, and I know like a lot, like I wouldn't want anyone to think that, you know, this is how you do it because we, we don't really it's know. Not. We it's don't not. know. Like the, you know, the, we don't know. Um, mm. So we, what we, what I would say is the most important thing is that if your business is closed or trading at a lot less, Make sure, I know this sounds strange, make sure you take some advantage of that mm. and just relax. Mm. You know, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity where we can simplify our lives a little bit. And so please take that opportunity to just breathe, be with your family, connect, you know, with, your, with the people that you love, do something that you love to do. Um, because I have done that. Um, there's been days when I'm like on the phone with the bank and even on a Sunday, I'm like, they're working on Sunday. What the hell? Mm. This is the bank. Yeah. And, but you know, and that's great, you know? And so you might have to pick up things and do things and, you know, running around with your head chopped off. That's fine. That's what being in business is all about. But really just take I, over Easter. I turned off my phone. Mm -hmm. I didn't watch any news. Um, I didn't expose myself to any social media whatsoever. And I just took some time. And I think that really helped me Huge. to just clear myself of all the chatter and center and go, okay, this is, and it comes to you more easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's about listening to what your gut is telling you. And yeah. I've always said this, no matter what crisis or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we thought we'd seen it all, like, you know, low electricity, fire yeah. in the kitchen, mm. you know, cutting my finger off, getting burnt, yeah. being sick, you know, everything. We thought we'd seen everything. We'd never seen a pandemic, I can tell you that right <laughs> now. Um, but, yeah. you know, take that time to, you know, look after yourself. Huge. You have to look after yourself before you can look after everybody else. Yeah. As AJ says, put your mask on. <laughs> you know, make sure that you're right so that you can yeah. then help everybody else. And that yeah. is so important because you can't, we need to bring calm and certainty to our staff, to our customers, you know, but also be honest as well and say, you know, this is really stressful. This is really hard. You know, bring them along on that journey with you. And, you know, that's been the beautiful thing. We haven't been able to be open, um, but we still have communicated with our customers. I know it's really hard, but do a Facebook Live. Tell people, I did a Facebook Live while I was doing my nails because yeah. I'm just getting my nails done. <laughs> so we sat down with, it, you know, the people yeah. on Facebook on a, on a cafe website, on a cafe page yeah. doing our nails. Yeah, it was a bit quirky and it's a bit funny, but hey, it's a quirky, funny world out there right now. It is. It is. So, yeah. you know, get, you know, don't be afraid to push yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone, but, you know, do what you can to find that relaxation to take that time to slow down it's okay and you don't need to go as fast as everybody else just because someone else is going really really fast it doesn't mean it's actually working mm. you know so just that's so true you know and that's so the thing true. so just step yeah. by step it's not a race it's literally not it feels like it is sometimes it is not a race um that. you know and in so a week's wow. time we might be sitting here and i'll say you know what we sold four Mother's Day high tea boxes. That was it. We didn't do any more than that. And so be it. That will be a learning experience as well. But take the learning and make the decisions. And, you know, it's okay to be 
conservative. You don't need to just throw everything at it. Take this time to look after yourself. Reimagine your business and what it might look like. This is an opportunity for us to develop our online presence that we didn't have the time to do mm. before. Mm. Um, so we hope to bring whatever we hopefully generate online into whatever the mm. new normal looks like in the future. And, and that's what's so exciting. So in my keynote, I talk about, you know, a, a crisis is a terrible thing to waste, you know, mm -hmm. and, and, and this is that opportunity. And, and what Lisa said before, when you slow down, and, and you actually give yourself space, right? You're not flooded, flooding your brain with, um, you know, endorphins and, and adrenaline and all those crazy-ass chemicals, right? And so your, your creativity steps in. You know, the ideas don't happen when you're going 100 miles an hour. They happen after you've got all this stuff and you give yourself space to let everything breathe. Yeah. You know, and, and I've seen that, uh, you know, in, in everything that you've done, you know, you'll take all these ideas and even during this crisis, take, 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 take all this stuff in and just breathe. And then, you know, it, it was just... And it takes yeah. a lot of learning to do that. I mean, I've cried many tears, screamed mm. many screams, hit many tables over the time. <laughs> you know, I, if you asked anyone, they wouldn't think I was the most calm person getting around. Um, but these are things that we have to learn in a crisis. And, we, mm. you know, I think maybe it has been isolation where I'm not surrounded by people where I can go blah, 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 all the time. You know, I have just been, you know, with myself, with my husband, you know, with my inner circle of people. Um, so it kind of does stop that chatter and that constant mm. feedback as well. Mm. You know, and back yourself. Like, we're all doing the best that we can. Mm. You know, and don't feel guilty for taking advantage of the crisis and just taking some time out for yourself. I felt a bit guilty about that. I thought, well, a lot of people don't have this privilege. Um, but if you are lucky enough, then, you know, take that time to heal and to have a rest. Because, you know, being in business is full on, as you know. It's full on. It's yeah. full on. It never ends. And now, and, and until it ends. And, um, mm. and, and we never thought six months ago we'd be sitting here mm. talking about our closed cafe and how we're going to, you know, bring ourselves back. Mm. and reinvent ourselves yeah, well, we thought we'd done all that yeah. <laughs> Liz, no. thank you thank you so much for your incredible generosity of time and energy and really sharing the realities of what it's like in business um you know it's not about being your own boss and taking control of your life you know it's just this is what it's like. And like, and that, and then I just want to be clear, like we haven't necessarily got it figured out. Like no one has, no one has. And, th and that's where the biggest comfort f has come f mm. for me when I've talked to other people and they've gone, yeah, I'm struggling with that too. Mm. You know, cause chances are everyone is struggling with something, some component, all of it. And I just think, you know, we need to connect together and support each other at this time. And, and, you know, wear your heart on your sleeve a little bit. It's okay that it's not easy. Um, and on those days that get really hard, sometimes it is okay to put the doona over your head and mm. go back to sleep and, and deal with it, you mm. know, when tomorrow. You yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. Amen to that. Absolutely. Alrighty, guys, a bit of an extended episode today, but I hope you realize that, you know, I, I asked Lisa here to come on board and share these things because I know there's so many people out there that are really struggling and I, and I believe that, and I hope that we've given you some hope, like even if it's just a little bit of a smile at, uh, at the doggies running around in the background. <laughs> but, um, you know, this is what it takes to really sort of navigate a crisis. And like Lisa said, you know, she doesn't have the answers. I don't have the answers. We're all in this together, figuring it out. And, and we're all going to get through this together. So uh, I hope that serves you well. And thank you, Lisa. Thank no, you so pleasure. much for, for a brutally honest look at, at what 
what it really takes to be in business. So yeah, and look, if you want to have a chat, I'm, I'm, I don't have as much to do as I normally do. So get in touch with AJ <laughs> and I'd be more than happy to connect if, yes. if you just need someone to chat to or whatever. Because I think, you know, you. Yeah. yeah, you sometimes just need to get it off, you know, yeah, off your cool. chest. Thank yeah. you so much. No worries. All right, entrepreneurs, whatever happens in business and in life, we wish you nothing but success. Take care, be safe and go ahead, relax and reimagine how your business could be. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it an appropriate thumbs up on whatever platform you're consuming it on and subscribe for future episodes. If this was a visual episode and you need to see what I was talking about, you can find links to the video version in the show notes. Thanks for listening.